Hi, I'm Andre Pfizer. Uh, this podcast may sound a bit controversial and a bit different than what I usually talk about. All of us are aware of the situation that happened in Minneapolis the other day. It's not anything new. The conversation on race isn't a new one. As a matter of fact, we talk about it constantly. And as an African-American man in America, in this world, we have constantly said enough is enough. So I'm not going to say anything new or anything that you don't know. I understand the crimes of ethnic groups, black on black, white on white, white on black, black on white, or whatever. It's all understood. We understand the history from slavery to Jim Crow to systematic racism. We understand it regardless of our character, regardless of how we act, regardless of what we do, regardless of the prison system, regardless of what we do, we do understand the situation. Uh, I'm going to say something, and it's not uh, a word from God, it's a word from experience, a word from humanity, a word from pain, a word from understanding. You need to understand that really the grace of God is restraining the African-American community. Because in the heart of the African-American community, and this is not everyone, this, but this is the, the feeling of what's going on. Blacks who are hurting really want to retaliate and provide the, the same level of destruction on those who've hurt them. But they know that if they do that, they are going to annihilate their own generation. And in the midst of all of this chaos and confusion, you got to be able to see the hand of the Lord in this. Because when one culture is wanting to retaliate and kill another culture, they're holding themselves back. And they take out the frustration on a building. They're not thinking of a strategy. They're not thinking of uh, a wisdom. They're not thinking of what's the strategy that... All that, they, all that they know is that out of all of the hundreds of years that we've existed, the millions of years and the hundreds of years that we've been subjected to this type of inferior uh, activity and feeling and consequence, you want to do what's in your heart and it's, let me kill them. Let me get their kids and tie a fan on their neck and throw them in the water. Let me lynch them. Let me get a group of people and go and break in their homes while they sleep and kill them. Knowing that we have the law on our side that is going to give a, a mockery of a trial, knowing that we're going to be released 
We're just going through the motions. Imagine that. But it's within us not to do so. Even though we may want to do so. It's in us not to kill. Even though we may want to do so. Because that's the thing that's going to satisfy the heart of the culture. And I'm not speaking spiritually. I'm not speaking what I'm supposed to say. That's going to satisfy the heart of the situation. Why the cop had his knee on Mr. Floyd's neck. There was something in us that wanted to bum rush the cops and knock him off of him, knowing we would die. Knowing that we are stopping the police from committing a crime that they're committing. But the crime against us would be that we've struck a police officer. And we would get first degree, a first degree murder charge with an electric chair with no with no possibility of parole because it's who we struck, not why we struck. It's who we struck. And you watch the gentleman scream for his life and his mother. The guy's already resisted, already restrained. But I'm not telling you anything new. The heart of most African men, if not all, was to rush the police and kill them. That scripture that talks about eye for an eye and two for two. I remember Martin Luther King said, if we continue in this eye for an eye situation, we're going to have an eyeless and toothless uh, generation. I understand. Also, a lot of our frustration is, what do we do? We know what needs to be done. But what needs to be done is not being done. So what do we do? When do we do it? Oh, we could say, let's have an economic strike and let's not spend any money and let's break them down economically. Well, I think most of us are breaking up breaking them down economically by the looting and the burning of the buildings. We're not thinking whose businesses we're burning. We're just retaliating against a control that's been over us for years and it seems like it'll never stop. Yeah, you feel to destroy those who are destroying you but you know that you're going to be destroyed in return for doing so. So I think maybe the best thing for us is, since we can't change the culture's heart, make sure that we don't allow what we can't change to affect our hearts. Maybe the answer is, It's making sure that you do not become inferior in yourself. And I know at this time it doesn't seem like it's enough because you want the other groups of people to comprehend it, but they will not comprehend it. They will not understand. As a matter of fact, the more that you try to give knowledge to those who should hear it, the more they ignore it. So you can't change a heart that don't really care about your knowledge. But you're going to have to live in some wisdom. 
You're going to have to live in a dimension that causes people to become fearful of what you could do, but will not. It's terrible. And we could say the right things. You could have white friends that could say, that could apologize for being white. You could have friends that could apologize for what whites are doing. And you could have white friends that apologize because they have the same color. But the situation isn't a color. The situation is an emotional, psychological system of superiority that causes this differentiation to happen. You can't understand it because of the color, because the situation is not really the color. So we could talk about it and we could feel satisfied that we're able to freely conversate about it. But when you live in a system that was not designed for everyone, and the reason we know that it was not designed for everyone is because there had to be amendments in the law to accommodate or tolerate others whom the system was not established for. And whoever has the power to do the amendments, they have the power. Whoever possesses the capacity to amend are those in power. And so it's more than just skin color. It's an emotional pattern that most of you who are non-African American will not comprehend. Most of us who are African American are really not fond of even cultures who connect themselves to projects and coalitions to try to free black people from injustices. Even though it may seem as a noble gesture, I've seen people a part of projects and coalitions to bring justice in in African-American causes, especially in false imprisonments. But in regular day-to-day interaction with people of different cultures, there is this standoffishness, this prejudice. And being a part of a coalition to free black people from false uh, imprisonments only causes you to be seen as the savior of certain black people. And African-Americans don't need a savior. Do you follow what I'm saying? It can cause these things to happen. We're not looking for personal saviors. But you'll never understand it. Because in everyday interaction with people of color, there is still this erratic, non-welcoming tone. Because if blacks have to be weak for you to feel strong, how do you feel when you're with an African-American who's already strengthened? Do you look at us as arrogant and smart? Oh, I've heard it myself. I've heard it in my own political party. I've heard it myself. Arrogant and this. If you're already free, do you hurt whites? 
or if you're bound and gagged and you're weak and they can allow you to be free. How are you received? This is the thing that causes the eruption. This is what causes rioting and looting. So we could all say, what's the strategy? Maybe we're angry because we don't know what to do. We know what to say. We know what should be done. But have we been given the power to make it happen? Because knowing what should be done and it being done are two different things. So what are you going to do for you? Because this will not end. It will not end. So what are we going to do for ourselves? Individually, what are you going to do for you?